Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. This is episode number 11 and today I am joined by a whopping, what, five members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Hello. I have Rob. Yo. Kev. Hello. Scott. Hello. And Mr. Spence. Hi, Carl. Hello, hello. Still my hello. (laughs) (laughs) Trademark and hello. Today, we are going to be talking about public relations and, uh, and fundraising. So we, we do a pretty good job, I think we do a really good job actually, of getting extra money um, for our department. Um, we all obviously, as volunteer departments, we get a set amount of funds and sometimes they're not enough to cover the niceties that we like to get, the, the extra pieces um, that kind of help us do things that maybe we couldn't fully do with the other bits and pieces that we that we already have. So we're going to start though with a little bit of the public relations stuff, and uh, we're going to go because we just did fire prevention week, right? Right. Right. So fire prevention week, uh, Scott, you can start us off. What do we do for fire <coughs> prevention week? Uh, this was the first year we really pushed fire prevention week, so we went to the elementary schools in the local area, did some school talks. Uh, mainly started with the kindergarten, little little kindergarten kids, and um, explained to them about various um, ways to prevent fire in their home. <laughs> uh, talked about uh, stop, drop, and roll, and the newer thing, the um, doze, or close before you doze. And then we added the close before you goes. We did. So before you leave your house as well. Oh, We're going to trademark that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that, actually, that got a few, not the little kids, but that got a few light bulbs going off when we brought it up at the um, open house this weekend as well. Um, people didn't think, I don't think people think about that, that doors closing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, that, they have that video now, the UL guys have that video that's been going around. And just showing that, a lot of people are like, oh, really? Got to close your doors? So um, it's good to push that, I think, because that's something that we've noticed on structure fires when we go to them. If the doors close, we have a more likelihood of saving the house. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> pushing that, to, especially with little kids at an early age, was good. Um, you know, we, and we always get with the little kids, the, the questions are hilarious. The comments are hilarious. <laughs> comments <laughs> are gold. You know, the hands all pop up. And, yes, go ahead, little Bobby. And he's like, my dad's name's Scott, too. I'm like, <laughs> right on. The one was, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Who has window? I had a window in my bedroom. Sweet, right on. I hope you have a window, unless you're in a dungeon. <laughs> Are you held prisoner by your parents? <laughs> um, and then one one of the kids was uh, we asked him what what would you do if you saw fire in your home, and he said, "I would tell it to stay back. I am in control of myself. I am in control of you. Fire, get away from you're me. Boss me, fire. <laughs> you don't have any power over me." That's what I said. <laughs> That kid's secretly pyro from the X-Men. So. <laughs> yes. 
awesome. I think he's, he's got, got his, uh, <laughs> I think he's got fire and confused with the bully. <laughs> we had but, fun. Yeah, we had fun. It was awesome. It was great. And then yeah. we did some uh, fire drills um, around the schools, which was actually pretty good because it showed us some stuff that we didn't uh, know happened at fire drills. Um, one of the things I didn't think about is the um, lockdown procedures for the active shooters um, that the schools do now. Um, those relay back to fire because a lot of the teachers' doors are locked when they leave. So when those doors close behind them, yeah, they're closing the doors, but now the doors are locked. If we don't have a key, we may have to do a force entry on those doors. And they are, <clears throat> in some of the classrooms, they're like the big metal, hefty, oh, yeah. industrial doors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're pretty beast. That'd That's a lot be, of time. That'd be a fun day. That's a lot of time. Do you imagine how long it takes to break in some of those? Yeah, we're we're probably just getting straight chills. Yeah, yeah. What uh, the let's talk about training grades as well. So I'd say uh, Ash, you want to talk about training grades? Yeah. So again, kind of for the first time, we we opened up our training grounds this past weekend to kind of cap off fire prevention week. Um, We had how many live demos? We had structure fire. Uh, ladder rescues. Ladder rescues times two. Times two. We had forceful entry. Forceful entry. We had car fire, and we had yeah. auto extrication. Uh, yeah. So we opened it up to the public, had them on down, uh, kind of walked through what we do, uh, some of the tools and techniques that we use, and again, just kind of hit on all all those facts of the, you know, close before you doze, uh, close before you goes. Um, and you know, again, just kind of explained everything that we have going on around here. Yeah, and fed people, which is great. Yeah, free food, hot dog, right? Dog. Hot daily. Yeah. It, it it really brings people around. <coughs> I think um, from some of the comments I was hearing back, it was it was good for them to see because obviously you know like they can't get in on seed and seeing and watch us do these things, and a lot of it is kind of obscured. Um, by our bodies and cameras while we're in the middle of stuff when the media and stuff show up so for people to come and see mm-hmm. and go through that process i remember one woman i overheard her saying well you know like if now i know like if ever i was in this situation it would make you feel more comfortable because i knew what to expect which i right. thought was awesome really really good point to be made mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and maybe something we can we can use for this ash well, just what you just said there if i'm ever in this situation so i forgot who came up to me and asked it was during the AutoX, and they said, are you guys usually in more of a hurry on scene? And I said, no, this is close to the pace that you would see. You know, you're going to have your, your officer doing their three, you know, 360, walking around, checking everything out, which uh, Spence did a bang-up job of. Uh, we're going to have, um, <clears throat> you know, somebody generally, like, leading the extrication, on the tools and then there's going to be a backup guy or or two and they're going to be methodical not quick and they figured that you're just going to come in there smash grab bang bang just rip the car apart i said no you know slower you want to be uh aware of the patient comfort on the inside as well so you 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 know you can't just crash in there and rip this door open um i said you know is this the speed that it usually takes and I, i think there was a couple little small snags during during that one just in how to pop the door and they topped it out as it happened but you're probably going to see that out on the scene you know out on the scene as well so they were surprised 
at the speed, and it wasn't slow by any means. Like it, it, it happened quickly. <coughs> very, very methodical. Everybody knew their part. Everybody knew what needs you know to be done. Um, it just took a moment, and it went smoothly. It went well, and they said, "Yeah, no, that's that's great." Same thing. Now I know what to expect. I think if you, I think if we actually timed ourselves on scene. Um, the thing is your adrenaline's going at that point anyway, right? So everything, you know, it's it's that perception. Everything tends to speed up uh, for us because we're doing something that we're trying to concentrate so hard on and it's an adrenaline pressure situation. So for other people watching, maybe it's not as interesting to them, but for us at the time, we're trying to get stuff, done, especially when there's a patient in the car because we had an actual person in the vehicle while we were removing the door. So, you know, we have to still go through safety precautions and making sure that person regardless of training exercise is is yes we need to be mindful is <laughs> is safe yeah, who was it was it i think it was bob i think it was our chief actually posted a video of one of the training events that went wrong right and they recently yeah. had an open house same as us and, and it they went, lost it, they, it didn't go I, I thought it wasn't going to be like horribly wrong they just lost control of their nozzle and it sprayed the crowd a little bit <laughs> on a straight stream <laughs> a little so, over dramatic children on that yeah, video. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little well bit there have been there have been videos out there where they do like a burn building and the oh, thing and, is fully involved and, and a couple of guys go in there and come back out smoking while kids are just freaking out yeah, and, yeah. yeah. but probably not the best way to do it well, there's, one, there's one video that has a backdraft when two guys go in for a training video yeah they get hurt and stuff yeah so. yeah i mean so there's a way to yeah yeah i mean oh, we yeah. we basically did the stuff reality. we always do in training we didn't do anything mm -hmm. crazy um like we didn't try something new that we never done before we did everything we've done countless times on training ground yeah. and it was good too because we had like half half uh, senior people and half uh kind of rookies mm -hmm. and it's good watching the rookies just roll right into it because one of those ladder rescues, some of them hadn't seen before, because we hadn't trained it this last year. I've never seen it. And uh, so yeah. that was, and then, and we showed them to him once, <clears> and then the senior guy, the senior guys like Spencer and them were helping, yeah. and we just rolled right through it. It was great as well. That watching that one, I was just like, it, it didn't, it didn't make sense to me until we ran through it once, and I was like, oh, this is genius. I know when I was telling you guys, yeah, put the basket switcher there, do this. You're like, what? what you guys, all you guys are like, what? what? What's this for? What that makes doing? no sense. Yeah. And then kill that guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna drop him off the building on a rope? Are you insane? <laughs> Megan's getting in there. <laughs> Good, it's not me. <laughs> the the uh, rescue we're referring to is a hinge rescue. I believe it's called. That's what they call it in the in the world. In the world, mm, yeah. it's an old school, old school technique. Cantilever, also. Oh yeah, the cantilever rescue, the hinge rescue. Yeah, cantilever um, and hinge rescue are both the same. It actually came back. Uh, it was actually on FTIC last year. Um, but we've been doing it for quite some time. We've been doing it for about 10 years. Because um, yeah. I saw it in an old, old fire manual. Like, so this this actually, I think later on, you ended up explaining to me that we, we, in a previous episode, we were talking about this was the one that you got caught outside by all the officers coming back on the night yeah, you were trying to practice it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they caught us and, and we had Todd, who was on last or last week's podcast, whatever, the leadership one, um, yeah, a couple podcasts ago. He was actually in the stretcher while we were lowering it. Spencer and I were like, uh, hi. And he pulls up, so... Yeah. Kev, you were going to say? Uh, I was just going to go back to uh, like people seeing people that don't really know what we do and stuff like that. Uh, my eldest son was there and he was watching and he was just right in on the extraction thing. He was like right up front watching every little bit and I kind of knelt down beside him and explained to him all the little bits that we were doing and he was just like sucked right in the whole time. I'm like, hey, 
yeah, you could be a firefighter. <laughs> career, like, I saw that. I was in the back doing the patient care, and I saw you pointing out to him. That was, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, every little bit that I was telling him, he was just soaking it right in, like, eight-year-old kid, and he was right on top of it, and he loved it. That's awesome. Mm. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one thing I noticed, even, in, like, we didn't have a whole lot of general public there, but we had a lot of family. We did. And that's important, because then they see what we can do, and yeah. they also see that, we're doing it we, safely. Yeah, we train a, mm-hmm. a lot, so when we do it, they, they can maybe rest easier when we go out. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing. Like I told both the boys, like, hey, when I say this is what we're doing, I go out for a car fire, this is what we're doing. Yeah. This is exactly it. If we say there's a structure fire, that's what we're doing. And yeah. They're like, oh, wow, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah there was, uh, just to quickly touch back on what you were saying with the, with the speed of what we were doing, there was one guy in the audience actually would turn around and said, because the, the, I think somebody else had said it, and when he overheard it, it was like, well, they got to be careful of the airbags, right? And then mm-hmm. another thing, oh, yeah, the airbags, right? Because obviously you're in it. Yeah. So the very one of the first things we look for, for sure, yeah. when we're digging into that, but yeah. Was that maybe the guy in the toque? It was. He was career in Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah, he just retired to, uh, it sounded like um, one of those places down south. Oh. Yeah, local, yeah. But he was career in Seattle. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Nice. Nice to get someone else in. Yeah, I had a bit of a chat with him. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, um, so that's what we did on the training grounds, um, and I'm, I think next year we're going to, this was kind of a rushed plan, I think, for this one, because the first time we did it, we decided to do it, we didn't really have like much of a timeline for thought process, we're also coming up to something else big we do, which we're going to talk about, um, which takes up a lot of time, which is moving into when we're talking about the fundraising stuff. So again, our department, we do a fairly good job, I think, for our fundraising. We do a whole bunch of stuff um, pretty consistently during the year. Um, And then we do something every other year, which is a lot bigger, Um, a lot bigger, which takes a lot more effort (laughs) than our September. So let's start with, um, let's maybe start with some of the smaller stuff that we do. Um, Spencer, you want to talk maybe a little bit about the, well, you pick one. Every year, every year we have a raffle. Um, happens in November, yeah, beginning of November. Um, Thirty-eight-ish, some odd years ago. Oh, what's Rob doing? Well, I can't oh, count my hand mind. signals. How many? Four. Rob, you have a voice. Plus. Yeah, <laughs> how many, how many signals? Boy Rob, Rob, we're talking about you now. Rob, say, say Forty years. Words, Forty. Years. <laughs> Pretty sure we're at forty or forty-one. This is Pretty our fourth year. Forty. Uh. Probably should have been big for this yeah, one. Yeah, probably yeah, should have done something a little bit. Ah, too late now. Extra balloons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extra, balloons, extra illicit balloons. Uh, we, we raffle. It used to be a car. We used to go to the local car dealership, get a deal on a car, and raffle off a car. We used to even call it the car raffle dance. Right? And ages to come up with that. Ages. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. a marketing genius. How many meetings? <laughs> what are we going to call this thing? Four committees later. <laughs> so we bought a car. We raffled off a car. We supplied dinner for... As, when it started off, um, we had 100 tickets sold at $100 a ticket. Um, each ticket was good to get a couple into the dance for dinner and a chance to win this car. Uh, as the thing progressed, we went to 150 couples, 150 tickets sold um, at $150 a ticket. And we went away from a car and went to $10,000. Yeah. 
Is a car you can buy for ten thousand dollars is not a car people want. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. the car kept on getting crappier and crappier and crappier, and people were trading it in anyway. Um, yeah, so we went to, and there were there's also half a dozen or so um, subsidiary prizes. Yeah, for the longest time. It was yeah, there. like TVs and canoes and wine racks and crap like that that <laughs> nobody wants. Everybody likes the stuff, but everybody has a. TV and everybody that wants a canoe has a canoe and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, all of our subsidiary prizes are cash now. So now it's called the Cash Raffle. Cash Raffle Dance. Again, we're going to go with that one. Yeah, so we do that every year. Um, we make some dollars doing that to uh, fund training mostly, mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it goes to training. When we get our... Um, um, our gaming license, we have to specify what we're going to use the money for. And lately, it's been going to the training ground to buy neat things there. Yeah, which we got some pretty awesome things last time around, actually. We, we pretty much, well, not finished off, but we definitely got a large chunk of... But what did, what did we end up paying for? We bought, uh, how many sea cans did we buy? Five, 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 five or six sea cans. Oh, five. Four, four seat cans. Four. I think because we had four because we had the two. Small Anyways, cans. we bought a bunch of three. <laughs> <laughs> five, three. But, but actually, I believe the <laughs> other seat cans we bought were also from the cash travel. So basically, the cash travel has paid for most of our seat cans down there. So in total, we're sitting about. Ten C cans. We're right ten C cans. Yeah. So ten C cans worth of uh, cash raffle <laughs> is down there, um, which we use for our our main burn building. It's made us actually have everything down there that we use regularly as C cans. So our main burn building, and then we have the search building, the kind of Lego modular search building, which is brilliant. Which we'll explain. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, what I was gonna do is I was I was gonna shoot it with a model and put it up. Ooh, put it up wow, on the yeah. on the on the old book face for everyone to view. I think it'd be super cool for people to see. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that thing's amazing. Like with the changeable stairs and the sliding walls and like just changing shit on the fly for people while they're in there in the pitch black is brilliant. Like, I think we did a really good job with that. Yeah, yeah. what else did we get in there? Uh, search rooms. VIS room. Okay, yeah. so we got a VIS yeah. room, which is uh, so it's a, that's attached to the search room. Search room's attached to two a double hallway, so we can practice hose movements around the hallway. That's attached to what we call the warm room, because that's where the transition from the uh, from the burn room to the like, so it doesn't like light up the rest of the search building. And then we actually have a mini burn building. We call it on the tail end. It's kind of shaped like a G. G, yeah, a G. And then actually last Thursday we had a uh, donation given to us of a large metal scaffolding from uh, one of the local um, industrial places. So uh, we put that in place on Thursday night um, with the high up. Dropped it right on top. So now we have uh, also a metal scaffolding up there so we can practice repelling and um, doing some confined space stuff. I don't know if you saw it on the weekend. I didn't miss it. It's a giant... So we, we had to do some welding before we use it, and yeah. well, we as in Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we actually also have a, a somewhat of a detached garage that we've used. Um, it was originally used for our um, fire dynamics, our fire dynamics building, um, also known as a backdraft building. <laughs> Which we've only successfully maybe done one or two backdrafts out of. It's t- it was tough to do. It was a lot tougher to do backdraft than originally yeah. thought. Yeah. If anyone has YouTube any tips, <laughs> anyone has any tips that are not on YouTube to try and help this backdraft situation? Because yeah. we tried. 
There, so, was, there was many hours of trying. But the great thing about that is we can load it up full of whatever, because we're not going into it. We can burn it and get a good fire roll out of it and treat it like a, like a fully involved garage fire and hit it with big water. So that's kind of the plan with it as of right now. Yeah. For any future scenarios, if anyone's listening, <laughs> might be the plan. <laughs> so we have cash raffle, and back to cash raffle, Spence. What do we yeah. do on cash raffle for all of the wonderful people that attend? Uh, oh, we have a dandy little skit. <laughs> At the very beginning of the evening, we take 15, 20 minutes out to make fools of ourselves and entertain all of our patrons that come to, to watch us mm-hmm. make fools of ourselves. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Every year. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, sometimes there's a big dance number. Sometimes there's not. I think this year we got to do a big dance number. Yeah. Yep. Seems to nice. reason. We're far, we're way ahead of schedule. There's still 15 <laughs> days left. We haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> the masters yeah. of winging it. <laughs> Just every we're time. Yeah. Pretty. <laughs> yeah. Don't give away all our secrets. <laughs> <laughs> How is yeah. it we stressed out about getting this all done beforehand and... I know, last one was like we did in five days. And we, it yeah. was the best one. People were like, that's the best one Everyone you ever did. Said, Everyone said it was the best. Uh, that was... It's Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Yeah. I thought we were ahead of schedule last Dr. year. Dr. Seuss. And no. the, the funny thing with the Dr. We Seuss one as well is it... It took so... There was so much to write for it, right? Like trying to take oh, all the yeah. stories and yeah. actually make it right. Anyway, we went to an extreme amount of effort for 20 minutes of fun. And it was a great laugh. But again, these people are coming in. They're paying good money for a dinner... A full night of dancing. We get a DJ. We had live bands at some mm-hmm. some points, um, and then obviously we had the full skit as well, plus alcohol and everything else served for the entire evening. So it's a big deal, but we make a good chunk of money, which then pays directly towards all the fun things that we want to play with, um, BNRC cans and all the other toys that we've we've kind of wanted to get our fingers on. Kev, do you normally do November? Uh, you are this year. <laughs> <laughs> you are this year. <laughs> Nobody can see the beard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really. Um, I kind of seen it. November is like more of a team building event for us because we all pitch in, we all do our thing, putting together pretty tasty breakfast, little uh, ham and egg sandwiches, and. Coffees and hash browns, and open up the hall right. and let people drive through the through the hall and feed them some good breakfast. And we tend to make more and more money every year. But I think. yeah, it becomes more popular every year. Um, <laughs> it's kind of morphed from November into more of a local charity thing now. I think cause I think in the last two or three years we haven't even donated to November, no. so we don't really call no. it November anymore. Oh, yeah, last year no. was yeah. just our drive-through breakfast. So now we, we yeah we just taken that drive-through breakfast concept and <coughs> now we give it to the local charities, which we find is more beneficial to the local like people rather than mm-hmm. giving it to some bigger charity, um, which could potentially go to you know like some president somewhere and you know stuff like mm-hmm. that. So um, we give it to the lo- like the local. We did it to the ambassadors yeah, last like year. The, yeah, like our little, kind of like our local uh, royalty in town. Give them some money. Um, this year's in different charity. This over year we tried to do a different charity, and uh, so that's not us specifically making money. It's us making money for others. Yeah. The big thing is, is that the public sees us doing something for the community, yeah. and like Kevin said, allowing people to drive through the hall. We park the trucks. So that people can see the trucks, they drive through the bays in the back and drive out the front with their meal, and they're all happy and excited to do it. Mm-hmm. And we 
kind of got our regulars that come every year now and well the thing i i like about it is you get the feedback from everybody that comes that's watches us do our thing and they're like holy smokes you guys are like a really awesome team and like i personally come out of there feeling amazing because mm-hmm. it is a huge boost for the I'm, team i don't think there isn't almost a month in the year that there isn't something that we aren't doing it does seem that like there's yeah, are we doing something or are we not doing something? No. <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. Yes, that was confusing, wasn't it? <laughs> I think throughout the if, if you think back at, throughout the year, in each month that there's we're always we're, doing do, we're always doing something, right? Mm-hmm. And it it generally involves us doing something out in the public. Yeah, it does. I think the the department itself we do a fairly good job of it for yeah. sure. Uh, I think um, for for what we have, but I think we've got a lot of guys that are pretty involved in the community when it comes to this. If you look at what a lot of the other guys do after this, they're not really that kind of involved, but the when we get into that kind of stuff for the public stuff through the department, everybody gets involved. The families get involved, the kids are out with us. Um, it, it's it's huge. It, like with the Christmas coming up, <clears throat> what's one of the other fun things that we'll do? And again, this doesn't make money, this is just public relations. But does anyone want to talk to what we do around Christmas period? Well, I think you should because isn't, didn't you talk about this? I did. It's one of my favorite things. In the first episode, you <coughs> yeah. talked about why you wanted to join the fire. Yeah, yeah right. it was the first kind of it was the first exposure that I had to the department in at, at all, right? And uh, it was with my son, and you know the we do a carol bus, and Spence is going to tell me again what vehicle we use because I forgot. It's a 1952. It's a fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 52 Chevrolet Maple Leaf bodied fire truck. And she's it's a beauty clerk. Yes, it is. Yeah, she's a beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we all get on it and we strap massive speakers to it and we blaze, blaze uh, Christmas carols through out many different neighborhoods. So we choose a neighborhood for. Is it like every? Every week we choose different. So we every, kept every, every day, every every day, day is every day's a new neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Every day is yeah. a new neighborhood within a week or something. Week we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, five days. It starts on the eighteenth. Always starts on the eighteenth. Goes for five days. Yeah. So we get in our turnout gear. We drag a trailer behind. We have a gas fire pit, and we blare uh, Christmas carols. Yeah, we do not sing. Let's get that. We don't go Christmas carols. <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. drive around and let someone else do the caroling for us. And we wave at people and we throw candy. And walk on kids doors, out. hand out candy canes. Yeah. People yeah. always try to give us food from the food they, bank or something, do. but it's like it's not about that. Not, it's not what we're after. It's just about trying to just make it right. And the entire community loves the, those five days. It, it's it's now a staple, and I don't know how many years that one's been going on. I'm sure your dad could tell us better, but quite a few. I want to say since the early 2000s. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it was in full swing by the time I came back in 2004. Yeah. I'd say 2000, 2001. That's great. Yeah. That's great. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to see and it's a lot of fun to be part of. Yeah. For sure. And the community really appreciates it and the kids love it. We end up with like the past couple of years we've been posting the maps on on Facebook and highlighting the areas that we're going to. And I think Kevin's done some too. And we're always seeing comments about, oh, they're coming in this area this month, oh, this uh, day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, everybody gets excited about it. And we see that comments on Facebook <clears throat> and, and people are excited for it. They're always asking, oh, when does it start? When does it start? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's probably one of our bigger hits in the year. Yeah. Get a little demanding. 
people are <laughs> coming to my street. Yeah. It's like, oh, bro. Oh, yeah, people want us to come by their street. They live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> They're down my road. We're uh, having a party. Could you come by? Oh, yeah. We've done that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah. But people, uh, people commute neighborhoods. Like, if we're not in <laughs> yeah, the neighborhood one night, they'll go to... Yeah, they'll go visit. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, hey, you're yeah. in such a neighborhood. Well, you come over for and people get on, like, get yeah. on with, like, get, get on the yeah. yeah. jump on the truck because they, you know, we're like the Pied Piper. Like, you yeah. <laughs> like, always, whose kid is this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now they're back at the fire hall. Where do they go now? Fire department kidnaps kids. Social services waiting at the hall for when they get back. But that's one of my favorite things and uh, every year it's always it's always a lot of fun to get up and, and do and then we end up getting uh, on we actually get Santa as well we yeah. actually get yeah. a Santa he for that down. whole yeah. trip <laughs> which is wicked comes and we get him up there waving at everybody and sometimes the chief does it which is awesome he loves doing it chief does what? what? I mean he dresses up as an elf. I'm always bike tracked. What Carl's trying to say is sometimes the chief phones Santa Claus himself this is what to yes. get him to come down for the visit for the sure. week. He'll, he'll dress up as his elf helper sometimes, but that's yeah, I meant dress up for him yeah. as he. As when he anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another portion of what we do over that time of year, um, and then I guess let's move. Let's move to the the biggest one that we do. And uh, I don't know who wants to. You want to take that one, Scott? Yeah. So this is pretty it, much yeah. like something that you tend to you tend to control for the majority, anyway. So spearhead, yes. Yeah. So every second year we do a seminar, symposium sort of thing. Um, it's it's like a mini for people that aren't from around here. It's like a mini version of Epic, I guess. I guess kind of yeah. It's good, but it's all for volunteers, um, and it's run by our like. Well, it's not run by us. It's it's. Uh, it's through the uh, provincial area, but it's run by our department. So we do all the training. For the most part, I think, so what we do is we get like 25 um, sessions going on, 25 to 30 sessions going on for the whole weekend. And we get departments from all over the province and actually other provinces come now. And the, and the states. Other countries now. We're international. Yeah. Boom. Big time. So we ended up with about 400 firefighters yeah. altogether, yeah. and some a bunch of vendors. Um, they show up for the weekend, um, and we go through a bunch of different things for volunteers. And um, it's kind of we. That's one reason why we got all those sea cans because, so the sea can building that we were talking about earlier is uh, completely modular. Well, it's not it's not that easy, but it's we basically get a crane in and we can remove these sea cans and then we replace them all over the uh, area where we train. Um, down at our community center and we place them around and those are our different sessions so we can have one area where there's actually a burn building so we can actually we actually have a burn building on site that we can move around um, we have a search building that we can bring in uh, we do a writ challenge we do a fire challenge I don't firefighter call it, challenge yeah, yeah, firefighter challenge <laughs> i don't want to call it the other thing no don't call, the other thing. <laughs> don't call um, it the other thing so it's it's a lot of a lot of it's a lot of work um because my wife's one of the ones that does the um, registration, so there's a lot of work, a lot of, a lot of discussion in our household some nights. <laughs> um, this couch is comfy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we do that, and that takes quite quite some time to get going, um, but it, that does give us a lot of uh, fundraising. Um, and I don't think if, because a lot of departments try to, they see us do this, and they're like, oh, we could do that. 
and they try to take it on, and I think they realize how hard it is. Um, we have a very good system laid out now. Uh, we have a lot of our member support, and... And yeah, the town, and businesses. And the town, yeah. Like, we've had members, like, we've had people come from other departments last year, because we're, we're burning stuff, and, like, car fires and stuff, and they're like, how are you able to do this? We're like, well, the town supports it. Yeah. Everybody supports it. So that just puts our name out there more. Um, so that draws a lot of our funds that we can use throughout the rest of the next two years for things. Like if we want to do a spouse appreciation day, um, or if we want to buy more training stuff. Um, so all that stuff, it relates back, like even the raffle, it all goes back to, it, yes, it's for us, but it's, it all helps the taxes. It all helps because this stuff is the stuff we actually need. It's not just stuff like, Hey, let's buy this cause it's awesome. Cause it's fun to use. We actually use this stuff and we need it. Um, but it's, it all relates back to the town. So we don't have to go through the, the coffers of the town to buy this stuff. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the seminar weekend. Yeah. It's a huge, huge undertaking. Um, I think there was, cause it, every other year we, re, we run it every other year because it takes a large majority of the year to arrange and to try and organize these things, get vendors involved and everything else. And, uh, you know, when we're talking about this kind of stuff, we're not saying this is something that you should run out and do. If you've got the crew and you've got the guys and you've got the knowledge and the tools in the town's backing, the town's backing for us is one of the largest portions of the puzzle that allows us to get away with so much. They give us a very large area. Um, it's all segmented for us for that entire time. Everybody in town is on board for that period. And everybody in town knows that there is going to be 400 firefighters plus everybody else that shows up, families and friends, and they all come and stay. It's a really, really big event. So making sure that everyone's on board for that, it can probably be a challenge. But if you can get away with it, it's a it's a hell of a source of funds. Rob? I think another big takeaway from this too is for the live events that we do as well, we've got our own firefighters teaching most of these events. And we might be throwing somebody that hasn't... <clears throat> necessarily taught something before and so they're learning and they're teaching other firefighters so not only are they teaching but they're learning as well um, and it's good to see because we end up with some fire for some of our members who year after year want to keep teaching that same thing um, over and over <clears throat> and so uh, it's good to see that involvement as well yeah I think oh, sorry. yeah there's just a couple things I wanted to say about the seminar um, first of all Rob saying that uh, sometimes it's guys' first time teaching stuff. Um, but the other thing is, um, a lot of the guys that attend the seminar have never been in a live fire situation before. It's because volunteer. Mm -hmm. Because like they volunteers small, small and, they, and they don't have the, the resources to, to train live fire and they get fire so sparsely that uh, seminar is their only time. But the other thing I wanted to say, I wanted to say this earlier, is that um, it almost sounds the way you're talking that um, seminar happens every other year it happens every year um, it just so happens that we do it every other year and then the odd years there's half a dozen or eight or so different departments that take it on but we get it every other year so we get it a lot compared to anybody else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is I think helped us refine um, the process our formula for yeah, sure yeah. absolutely yeah. and you know a lot of that is that consistency because we've had other departments that have tried taking it on and they call us up and they go hey uh we need your help <laughs> <Do you mind laughs> like now yeah because we're stuck and the other thing with ours is 
almost all of ours is hands-on. A lot of yeah. other departments have classrooms and bring a lecturer in, but ours are, if our <clears throat> thing is about fire, we have fire. If it's about cutting up cars, we cut up cars. So most of ours is hands-on. Yeah. Even, uh, well, everything. In fact, trying to, we've got, like, we're allowed to do these things. And again, with the backing of the town, we've got plumes and plumes and plumes of smoke. Well, Scott, I'll let you take it. Well, one thing I was going to say about the plumes and plumes, of, I can't make it sound any worse, <laughs> <laughs> is the, what I've started doing now, since, like you said, I, I tend to be the one that's organizes the sessions, is I've, I actually get a hold of the environmental agency, and they come down to teach. And so they're there. So it's like they're watching this. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, we understand. We get it. It's for fire training. And, you know, we're making, we're doing, we're, we're blowing stuff up on the, on the, on the training ground fields. And, and I know people are like, well, you just blew something up. Well, you know why we blew something up? Because we actually have the, the police bomb squad there because yeah. they show up because they love it. So we, we try to include those agencies because you don't try to be secret about it. If you, if you include, include those agencies, everybody likes to do that stuff. Sure, everybody fun. likes to do their job to show the fun parts of their job. So they're going to want to be there. And if you include those people, um, you are, it, a lot of times you're more open to do stuff. Whereas if you uh, exclude the proper agencies, you're going to get shut down pretty quick. Um, and then alluding to what Spencer was saying about the um, training, um, a lot of hands, like, so if you're thinking of doing a seminar or any symposium sort of thing, the hands-on training is very important. And then the um, what we found the most beneficial, I think, are the quick skills that we can teach. If you're doing some advanced thing or some crazy uh, long lecture on, on pick a random thing, um, it knots. doesn't. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say knots. So if you did knots for for an hour, um, knots are kind of something that you can look in a manual and read. Whereas we're doing kind of like, oh, this this is a trick we use and we show it and then be like, oh, that's cool. Or you know, we 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 were you know we brought in VIS one of the first years. It was uh, kind of brought into this area neck of the neck of the of the world so we brought vis into the into the fold so we're showing stuff that people can take back and hopefully do so yeah yeah so keep it simple and keep it hands-on and definitely get proper agencies involved don't be don't try to hide things yeah yeah definitely in this case it's better to ask permission than forgiveness <laughs> or show just you know or get them involved so they can't <laughs> it's like what Share the blame. Yeah, they're part of the, they're part of the problem now. <laughs> I think the best story that we can tell about getting those agencies involved is the bomb squad. So we had them in however many years back, the first time I think that we brought them in, and they had their plan, their setup, and everything that they were going to do, but we have a kickoff to seminar, a little welcome demonstration if you will which and usually has tend, nothing to do with fire which has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with fire except for we usually blow shit up yeah so we had our explosions and things going off and of course we have all these agencies there the bomb squads there and they see this and they're uh <laughs> well now ours isn't that cool <laughs> so they wanted to come back and the previous, like, which is now the previous Well, actually, that, sorry, to cut you off there, actually, yeah, that think, lunch hour, because they, they came, they watched the morning opening session that we do, where we kind of introduce a seminar, mm -hmm. and right after that, the, one of the guys was like, okay, uh, can we do something at lunch? 
Like, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know. I want to blow up some C4 or something. He's like, I just want to blow something up. <laughs> it's like, okay. I mean, it all has a purpose. Like, he, it was to show the robot and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So it was cool. But, like, right away, they're like, oh, I get it now. Because they thought it was more of a... Of, uh, it was when you hear seminar, a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be sitting in the classroom. Yeah, so they were like, oh, really? We get what, to do this. What have we done? We've blown up a bus. We've... Drop a drop the Which tree for a bus. We did a meth lab, fake meth lab with a trailer with a couple and explosions gun and fight. Gunfight. Gunfight. <laughs> yep. Air cocktails. Airplane. Airplane. Airplane actually swept in and strafed. Yeah. Jump yeah. the side by side. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of cars yeah. jumping some ramps. Yeah. Through a car building, rolling so. the gas bomb yeah. Rolling the cars. This. Yeah. This yeah. 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 So yeah. firefighting for sure. Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of fire involved. <laughs> Heavy on tactics. <laughs> Welcome to seminar. Yeah, it's it's a hell of a time, and everybody who comes again, you know, they they bring their families, um, they they bring their kids. It's a big thing, um, as well as something that obviously you're coming down to learn for as well. Well, I think one thing like one of the uh, police around here. When he he was he saw all of our setup and saw things burning and he's like and I think the best thing he ever called it was the fire palooza because that's <laughs> really what it is because it's you know you learn a lot of stuff but it's it's fun and that's what keeps people coming like the fun like seeing something that seeing like if you, whoever gets to see a car or a truck falling from a hundred and twenty foot crane through a bus yeah no and then one. blowing up and then blowing, then blowing up, up. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's stuff that people don't get to see and that's what draws them in um we make sure we have good birch like our shirts and stuff we make sure we we go the extra mile and make sure everything's like we try to we try to treat it like a, a regular like a real event like a real uh, almost like a concert atmosphere so that's so firepalooza was a perfect yeah. title for it because um, you still learn stuff and you know, it's a good it's a good it's a good weekend and it's good for the town because it brings in a lot of revenue it does yeah being kind of touristy town kind of styles is, is yeah. really important for them too oh actually and one thing uh if you're if the firefighters are, are working the um actually spencer's mom takes uh takes the a lot of the spouses out on a, on a tour of the local wineries and, yes. and uh, breweries and distilleries in the yes. area and they do a tour so that's another thing so they bring like a busload of these uh, spouses and they go on a tour yeah, um, i know a couple of the uh a couple of the uh, people that were in the seminar actually ducked out of the seminar to go on the wine tour well, apparently well. they do it quite <laughs> yeah. consistently yeah, each year it's not regular yeah <laughs> so but I think Whatever. there's a fire chief that yeah, goes. There might be a fire chief yeah. that does exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> I think another positive to our seminar is that not only us being involved, but our families get involved. Our families are constantly they're there all day for the weekend. They're helping out with either bringing water. I know I had my wife helping me with the firefighter challenge. She was registering uh, firefighters going through for that. Um, and like Scott's wife, she does the registration. Um, the kids help, they mm-hmm. clean up water bottles there. So that's real helpful for us to see their involvement in that. Yeah. It's something that actually I heard a couple of times from a few people. It's like, well, how do you actually get your families involved? Like your actual families, your kids are running around and everything else. Obviously they're not running around near the fires, but they're running around kind of in the halls, helping out and things like that. And uh, <laughs> straight stream, and, uh, but everyone's involved. Everyone's involved. We're very lucky that we have the fire family that we do for mm-hmm. sure. I think we've said that before. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to do the things we do without the support of uh, 
our entire family. No, and that leads probably into a space episode at some point, I think. <laughs> but, but I think doing the things we do and inviting them, not keeping it secret. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it comes back to that, include people, don't, yeah. don't be like, oh no, this is fireman stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's well, firefighter stuff. Um, this is, everybody, you know, come on. Like, that's, yeah. that's, like, get, my kids get to watch something blow up on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they're gonna, hopefully, in the, when years to come, and, you know, when they're older, they're gonna be like, oh, that was a, I had a weird life growing up. <laughs> got to see stuff blow up every two years. And got to see stuff burn and, you know, learned a lot of skills. And that's what I'm hoping in the future. Like they, yeah. So, so yeah, include them. Don't exclude them. Yeah, for sure. So, we're kind of, uh, where are we at with this now? That's because seminar is one of our, our biggest by far. And obviously skip as well our, our cash raffle mm -hmm. those two are our biggest um but again these things they started small and then we grew them and we made them better and better every year and i'm sure if you look out in your communities there's many things that you can look at and many people that would join you in trying to make this uh work out for you you know there might be other things that would work out better in your town than what we do um i think we actually just like getting dressed up and pissing around for 20 minutes on stage and then having everybody have a good time really for a skit but um yeah just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of options out there and we tend to do the same thing consistently the consistency allows it to build in the in the town and everyone knows it's coming they get they get stoked for it we're not changing it up every year we add to it but we always keep it the same we always keep the same size and that mm -hmm. consistency allows that seed to be planted and continue to grow so keep consistent um, keep your eyes open for opportunities to make cash and yeah in fact if there's other ways that you do stuff we'd love to hear about it on facebook send us mm -hmm. a message tell us what you're up to because we're always looking for opportunities to try and make extra funds to try and buy buy new toys <laughs> yeah anyone else got anything to add <laughs> my ears are ringing <laughs> other than have fun with whatever you're doing yes. Yes. that is key okay Ash Rob Kev hello Scott goodbye goodbye we're going to say meep 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 me